Millions around the world are celebrating Easter. And today is Resurrection Day. The day that we celebrate and rejoice that Jesus overcame death, hell, and the grave. After he died for us all on the cross, his body was placed inside the tomb, but he rose to life after three days and that place of death ran out of room. This is the day that made what we believe possible. For many have claimed to be gods and died, but today, this day, marks why our God is the true God. For he died as a sacrifice, yes, but rose from death to life. The final act of this glorious feast, the final act of this resurrection that is shown, is when he moved what was holding him in that place of death. For over the tomb had been placed a massive stone. This stone separated the living from the dead. It kept rot and decay in its place. This stone separated the light from the dark, the inside always night while outside was day. But when life was restored to Christ Jesus our Lord, this stone could not stay over the grave. The power of his life pushed that last obstacle back. That great stone was rolled away. Perhaps you're listening, feeling trapped in a tomb, held fast in that place of darkness and sin. And while all may seem well and appear great on the outside, you know well there's a dark grave deep within. And maybe like the women heading towards the tomb, you are asking, who will roll the stone away? Maybe it seems there is no way in or out. Maybe it feels that that place of death is where you stay. Whatever it is holding you there, whatever stone has been placed over that grave, there is power and life that is still working right now. And that is what we are celebrating today. There is power for your freedom. There is the miracle of hope because no matter what is holding you back, he still moves stones. He still has the power to open death's door. He still has the might to release you from sin and it doesn't matter how many times you've tried before, he's able to open the way and let the life in. Just simply say, yes, Jesus, help me get out and let his life feel you like you've never known. No matter how heavy that stone seems to be, I've come to remind you there is hope for he still moves stones. One of those who had stood at that empty grave was Peter. Ah, Peter. A man whose name literally means rock. And we see so many examples of the definition of his name in his ways. And like a rock, Peter was often unyielding, difficult, stubborn, unmoving. And he often put his stony tendencies on display. When Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, it was Peter who took up a sword to defend his Lord with brute force. It was Peter who promised he would never deny Christ. But just a few hours after making that promise, he even swore he didn't know Jesus. Three times he denied. Peter was rough. Peter was hard. Anything Peter did, he did all the way. Any mistakes he made, he made all the way. But after Jesus died, and was raised to life, he looked for Peter. He cooked for Peter. And Jesus asked Peter three times, Do you love me? Do you love me? Peter 
do you love me? Three times, Peter had declared he didn't know Jesus. And three times, Jesus asked Peter to declare his love. Could it be that Jesus was moving this rock? After all, it was Jesus who had declared that you are Peter, which means rock. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Perhaps this was the moment that Jesus had declared. Perhaps this was the moment that Jesus was changing Peter. Perhaps this was the moment he was rearranging Peter from a stubborn rock that denies to a faithful rock that could be built on. From a hard stone that rejected Christ to a living stone built on Christ for Christ to build on. From hardness to strength, from a barrier to a blessing. And maybe, like Peter, you are listening today, knowing that there are parts of you that are difficult, unyielding, hardened, Maybe you know that Jesus wants to build something on you, but you feel disqualified by your own disloyalty. Maybe you have denied him. Maybe you have refused him. But I am here to tell you that Jesus loves you with an everlasting love. And whatever part of you or your life that seems too hard, too unusable, too heavy, or too strong. Let me remind you today that he still moves stones. Years before Jesus ever walked on this earth, God spoke through his prophet Ezekiel and declared that he would remove the stony, hardened heart and replace it with a heart of flesh for his people, one that would be tender and responsive to God. You might be listening today, and without a doubt, you know your heart has become hard. Hardened by pain, loss, disappointment, betrayal, weariness, broken trust, misguided loyalty. Perhaps your heart was broken by promises of love exposed as empty lies. Perhaps your heart has been seared by consistent compromise. Maybe those who should have had your back are the ones who sunk the knife in. Maybe prayers you thought should have been answered long ago have left you in the silence of pain. Or maybe through your own foolishness, your own sin, your own failure, your heart has been hardened by shame and guilt. Or even worse, perhaps you've moved so far beyond that place that you've entered into the place of numbness. No feeling, no shame. You might be listening today with a heart of stone. Your heart, the center of your feelings, your emotions, that of which scripture says to God above all else, because out of it come the issues of life. Perhaps the issues of your life have become so complicated, messy, painful, and saturated by heart because of the state of your heart. Maybe you let the guard down out of lust, 
attractions, opportunities that seemed so good, options that seemed so right. And in light of that, your heart was left exposed and now lies like a stone in the middle of your chest. And what should be giving life is now like a tombstone, marking death. But for every heart that seems out of reach, too hardened by the hardness of what life has thrown, I'm here to remind you, it's not too late. He can change that wounded, hardened heart. He still moves stones. You might be listening and thinking, this isn't me. Perhaps your problems aren't quite so big. Maybe your issues aren't so large. But one mistake we seem to make about God is that he's only interested in the huge and he's only willing to move the big stones. <laughs> but the God who made the big also made the very small and he's interested in it all. Perhaps, unlike a large movable stone, your problem is like a small insignificant pebble have you ever had a pebble stuck in your shoe? One would hardly call it a problem, just a minor irritation, yet all the while as you are walking, it causes such frustration, this small pebble. It causes a limp, it tends to slow down, it causes such ache, it makes it hard to get around. Sometimes small stones are the hardest to move because they are the hardest to reach, or even worse, even more challenging because they are the hardest to see. They trip us up, these little rocks. They wedge themselves into the corners and unlike boulders which you can't miss, we overlook them and underrate them. Or even worse, we celebrate them for being small and manageable. We tend to undermine them because we don't even understand that we should mind them and mind them from the nooks and crannies of our lives. They can be dangerous, these little rocks. They can cause pain and though they seem small when we are walking and making a little progress, we try to forget they're there at all. And yet, there's the constant reminder that this stone, ah, I've got to find it. It's not a huge stone that blocks a path or, or a big stone that must be lifted. Instead, kind of like separating wheat from chaff, these kinds of stones must be sifted. They must be looked for and removed with intention. Maybe it's a habit or an addiction. Maybe it's a recurring, small but painful issue. But don't make the mistake or even assume that because it's just a pebble, it can't be moved. No matter what it is, you are not alone because even if it seems so small and out of reach, he still moves stones. Small stones, big stones, in-between stones. Maybe you're listening today and you can identify with them all. Perhaps you're overwhelmed by how many stones have piled up, piled up, and are now so tall. You feel like one issue's been piled onto another, like a huge mountain or a huge wall. Maybe that mountain has become part of the scenery, covered by trees and bushes and greenery. Maybe that wall's become part of the design you've built around it, accommodated it, and you've aligned yourself to it instead of tearing it down. You've resigned yourself to it because it's always been around. And the work of undoing it is just too hard. So you've been surrounded by these mountains, 
these walls, these issues, these stones that have built up and gone high, you've accepted as part of your life. Undoing it all, impossible. Tearing down what's been built up over years, implausible. Perhaps you've given up hope that this could ever change because the height and the size puts this mountain out of range and hope feels too disappointing. So instead, you've exchanged faith for common sense. You've adapted and rearranged. But I am standing here today to make one thing very clear, that to Jesus, nothing is too hard. And I am proclaiming faith over every fear that these stones have been here too long and generations have put up with them. No, Jesus, you are able. Jesus, you want to move these stones and you can because you move mountains. You cause walls to fall. With your power, you perform miracles. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing that's impossible. My friends, there is still mountain-moving power that is available today, for God has set it up that by faith even you can say to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea. God has given you the power. By faith you can be set free. By faith you can declare. By faith you can march around these walls. By faith you can shout the victory. By faith these walls can fall. There is no stone too heavy. There is no mountain too high. There is no problem that is too hard. And today, I am here to testify that God is more than able. This is why He came, and this is why He died, and this is why He rose again, defeating death, to give us the resurrecting power of life. So no matter what you're facing, whether it be sin, a hard heart, problems big or small, whether it's a generational mountain or a huge impossible enemy's wall, God is able, He is able to remove them once and for all. He is alive and seated on the throne. And today, right here, right now, He still moves stones. You know your stones, and I know mine. Our stones don't cover the entrance of a tomb in Jerusalem. Rather, the pathway of many is blocked by the boulders of abandonment, abuse, or addiction. We face the insurmountable obstacles, debt, divorce, drunkenness, and depression, bills that can't be paid, grades that can't be made, alcohol that can't be resisted, pornography that can't be refused, a career you can't escape, a past you can't shake, and a future you can't face. The reality is, by ourselves, we aren't strong enough to roll those stones away. Our hearts may be yearning for renewal, but it is only the risen Christ who can accomplish it. Maybe you're the one who's been trapped in a place of darkness and sin, this is your moment for a life made brand new. All you need to do is call out to Jesus. Or perhaps you're like Peter, hard, stubborn all the way. You really need God to do a rearrangement in your life. You long to become that rock that Christ can build on. Perhaps your heart has become hard over time, hardened through loss, 
disappointment, offense. There is a renewed hope in the hands of Jesus, the one who carried our pain and our despair to the cross and overcame them. Maybe you're troubled with these small pebbles and you're thinking it's no big deal, but those small things could be what's holding you back from experiencing the renewed life that God has in store for you. Or perhaps your stones have piled up, become a wall or a mountain, a part of your life through familiarity. Maybe it seems impossible. Maybe it seems like you've been around this mountain countless times, but our God still moves stones. And it doesn't matter how many times you come to Him for renewal, His arms are always open. I wanna pray with you. In fact, I wanna make two prayers. And the first prayer I want to make is for the one who is trapped in a place of darkness and sin. You've tried in your own strength to be free. You so desire your life to turn around and everything to be made new. Jesus is alive and he's ready to enter into your heart, to be your savior, to be your Lord. So right now, will you join me as I lead you in calling out to Jesus? Simply say after me, oh God, I need you. I don't have the strength to live free. Jesus, you rose again. No stone could keep you in the grave. So come into my heart. Remove every sin and its stain. I receive you as my savior, my master, my Lord. In your name I pray, amen. The second prayer I wanna make is for those who know Christ, but there are stones that you need rolled away today. You know your stones and I know mine. Lord, thank you. Thank you that your arms are always open. I run to you today, my risen Christ, to be renewed in the life that you have in store for me. Take out of me, oh God, any hardness of heart that's been caused by disappointment or loss or offense. Small pebbles that keep piling up and tripping me up. Remove all boulders of bondage, oh God, that have caused me to live hemmed in and walled up, that keep holding me back from the fullness of your plan for my life. May my hopes be renewed today, oh God. And I thank you, I praise you, I rejoice celebrating a risen Savior who still moves stones. Happy Easter, everybody.